poppin' everyone. Welcome to another episode of Remember When. My name is Jose. With me today are my boys, Amir and Johnny. Say what's up, guys. Yo. Yo, what's poppin'? Yo, it's been a while since uh, we've done this, actually, since uh, a Quarter Machines episode. So it's been probably around two months now. Yeah, and the world's been falling apart, but hey, we're picking up, we're picking ourselves back up. Yeah. So. Two months, 20 pounds. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, have you actually gained weight during this time? Bro, I'm like close to 180 right now, bro. When the summer rolled around, I was like 140. Uh, hold on, what? Man, get yeah. thing. But we talking muscle, though. Yeah, like, I'm not, like, fat or anything. Oh, okay, good, good, good. <laughs> yeah, no, it's been kind of crazy. Uh, when do you, when are gyms supposed to open up? Do you guys know? Uh, Honestly, I know people want it soon, but that's probably going to be, like, a slow process. Because, I mean, yeah, the way transmission works and all that, would you want to be up in a spot where, like, people have to be washing down them equipment sets expeditiously <laughs> like, like yeah, i even feel some moisture on my, my my bench rack i'm piecing you with the rack <laughs> dang yeah it's been kind of a struggle without the gyms but you know still making it work i know i've been running a lot yeah, just uh, trying to get the exercise in you do some home workouts too like it, it's a, it's relatively easy it just depends on what you got what you're doing right right i agree yeah, uh, and some uh, positive news: Avatar: Last Airbender on Netflix. Isn't uh, that kind of crazy? Yeah, that's pretty. That's pretty crazy. Record at though. Man, well, I don't even think they uh, filmed the fourth season of Legend of Korra. They didn't. I thought. They uh, Lord, I mean, like they did, but like I don't think they ever aired it on TV. I don't know. Oh, Legend, yeah, Legend they... of Korra was kind of weird, but I mean. I'm not surprised Avatar kind of blew up. That show been fire. People were oh, sleeping on it. They did. Because now cartoons and, like, superhero movies are cool now. So. Yeah. I, honestly, uh, Teen Titans had, like, elements of, like, Avatar Last Airbender. You know how Avatar would be serious, but they also had a very, like, lighthearted side to them? And that's uh, that's what I really liked about the 2003 Teen Titans is that they, you know, they, when it came down to it, like, there were some, like, dark tones and it was pretty serious some moments. But Some. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> right, right. But then but then they got, like, villains like Nufu, uh, Evil Tofu, you know, where so, like, you know, they're, they're just having fun in games and, you know, just uh, kind of enjoying themselves a little bit. So I thought it was, like, a pretty cool balance between, like, edgy and fun. So, like, it kind of had a, some, those similar elements that Avatar did. Yeah, uh, it, it was goofy before they went full goofy with uh, Teen Titans Go. Yeah, uh, well, it's funny because, like, they actually poke fun at themselves, saying how, like, nobody likes uh, oh, yeah. likes them. Yeah, <laughs> I, I low-key respect Teen Titans. At first it came out, I was like, oh, this is bullshit, but yeah. as it comes out, especially, like, the movie, they, I actually like it. It's it's not bad. It's, yeah. I think people overhate that. Yeah, I don't, I don't, uh, I've never seen any episodes of it, so I don't really... It's funny, I'm not gonna lie. It's pretty, it's, they're, they're wild. That's really? Not, they're, they're pretty wild, bro. I did hear about how the one time... They had a kid from, uh, what is it, Make-A-Wish Foundation? Yeah. yeah, they actually, like, drew him into the cartoon and even, like, flew him out to go uh, watch the recording and all that. And uh, that, I think, is awesome. And, you yeah. know, and uh, I do think that the kids nowadays do enjoy the modern version of it because it's that lighthearted feel and, you know, that silly version of animation. So, you know, it, it is what it is for nowadays, but I definitely prefer the 2003. Oh, yeah. Yeah, without a doubt. Yeah, hands down one of the low-key favorite uh, shows to whip out <laughs> every <laughs> once in a while just like oh i forgot about red x let me understand why i was blessed at a young age oh one of the biggest mysteries of all time which spoilers ahead if you haven't seen the 2003 teen titans uh you finna spoil the fuck out of it yeah you just you you, you gonna learn today if you're this late like same with the avatar train bro i don't know why you looking this 
suffer watching it. <laughs> like, you did it to yourself. Yo, did uh, did you guys know that the show actually had four awards? I mean, or I four know. nominations for awards, I should oh, say. Oh, so it didn't even get any awards. <laughs> uh, <laughs> <laughs> the Academy was disrespecting How it. How are you going to do my, my show like that? <laughs> it's like, yeah, you made B+. plus. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, they, they were they were that honorable mention, you know. They they were there. They were yeah, there. You know, they were there. <laughs> they participated. Yeah. Uh, did you know that the show had a plethora of really really talented voice actors? Yeah, bro, they. That's one thing they put so much into like animation that they're like, oh, let's get these voice actors, and they would get like top tier. They would get like Ron Perlman. They got the what should I call it? Uh, Malcolm McDowell. He played a. The British dude. The British villain. Remember that dude? Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I don't remember the character's name, though. It was like Mad Sum. Uh, mm. But, yeah, he, they got they got celebs. They got top-tier people. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I thought it was cool. Tara Strong, voice of Raven. Ember McLean from Danny Phantom. All right? You know, uh, amazing. Omi from Shaolin Showdown. That's crazy. That's crazy that Omi and Raven are the same voice actor. <laughs> yeah, she, Tara Strong, she got work. And meanwhile, our boy Cyborg, my man... Harry Payton, you know who he also voices? Cyborg, and also Cyborg. The man goes like 50 different Cyborgs. I mean, so so does uh, Scott Menville, actually. He's like multiple Robins in the DC universe. Good, I'd prefer that. Good. I mean, he, they excelling in their roles. Might as well keep doing it. Yeah, and same with Beast Boy's uh, voice actor, too, Greg uh, Sipes. Uh, he does almost every iteration of Beast Boy. Which is pretty cool, you know, having the, the same voice actor kind of carry through. Oh, yeah. That's it, pretty nice. It, it, brings a, it brings familiarity to the character. Which definitely helps if you're going to change the art style every once in a while. Oh, yeah. Now, can you guys believe that the voice actor Starfire is also the same voice for Coco Bandicoot from Crash Team Racing? Man, how many lines does Coco got? <laughs> Man, how, does, how many lines? From Crash Team Racing. <laughs> I don't understand if it was like a main line, but not <laughs> in Crash Team Racing. She'd probably go, woohoo! <laughs> Man, they need that voice. They need a hearty woohoo. Hey, listen, I mean, if you're going to get fire, I guess you got to have fire in the crew. <laughs> yeah, your woohoo ain't A plus material, we don't want it. Yeah, then the game getting a four stars. <laughs> Imagine one of us voiced it. Woohoo. Yeah. <laughs> Can you imagine that? No, no, no. Because Johnny's voice for Coco would scare nah, people. It'd be demonic. It'd be like, who? Who is that? Who said that? Satan? <laughs> Yo. Bringing awareness to the chicks with the deep voice, bro. <laughs> <laughs> and did you guys know that it had five seasons of uh, the original Teen Titans? Did, it, did you feel that it had five seasons? Like, thinking back to when you were growing up, did you feel it had five separate arcs or did you feel that there was only like two or three present while you were watching it growing up as a kid honestly i never especially with like any show i never really looked at them as oh season one season two about to premiere it's mainly yeah. like oh the show's on let's see what they got this time and me if it follows a story then i'll try to follow it best i can i mean literally yeah you just turn on the tv catch mad rerun sometimes you get lucky <laughs> enough catch an episode you didn't see yet and then uh, but it 
went on for so long and it broadcasted for so long, like it felt like it was a long show. Yeah, around three years. Like that's pretty. That's pretty decent. That's a, that's a, de- that's a decent run. Yeah, that's a that's a pretty decent. Like I mean, especially since there are plenty of cartoons out there that are cut after just one season of it. You know, and or sometimes they don't even make it to a season two. I'd rather it be this long and <laughs> stay as good as it is in my head than them extend it longer and the story be real butt. <laughs> trash, bro. Uh, how'd you guys feel about the first season story uh about how it was like you know just that conflict between slade kind of establishing a main villain of the titans but also kind of just building up the characters trying to get to learn them as individuals it was more like centered on robin you know you kind of really got a good lens through uh robin that first season robin i swear that man just straight up moody going oh man slade that's pretty much what, <laughs> what, 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 what it was all about he's like yo Robin Chill is like, no, I gotta get that slave. <laughs> that slave, man. <laughs> right. I, I ain't gonna lie, later in the season, he did kind of get sweaty for Slade. Oh, yeah, no, he, he got obsessed for, for first it. First season, he got obsessed. though, I was like, okay, fair enough. He pulling a Batman where it's like, this man's messing up with the bag. He fumbling the bag. <laughs> but it's so weird how they did Slade, because, I mean, this man's like, bounty hunter. Like, he's, right. he's Deathstroke, and like, in this show, he gets, like, slaves to do, like, his bidding. Yeah, it's pretty crazy. It's pretty crazy. Now, do you guys remember the one episode where his mask cracked a little bit, and oh, it had yeah. the hair of Robin, Robin insinuating mm. that? Uh, yeah, I, that tripped me up as a kid. I was Bro. like, what? No, it can't oh be. It might God. be. It can might we, not be. Can we talk about that episode, though? Because, like, my man literally, like, almost wiped out the Teen Titans in that Bro, episode. Every, every single time Slade pulls up... He has the advantage. Like, remember when he had him infected with, like, the nanomachines and he had them incapacitated? Yeah. And I was like, yo, you got all of us. You can't kill us. So I'm like, wait, why? <laughs> Slade, you could just, just break their necks right here. Oh, my easily. My man really, like, full poker face was like, you can't kill us? Because I just infected myself. <laughs> and Slade's like, oh, damn. Well, I really hate losing, so damn, this guess man. I'm going to throw it away. <laughs> it's like, hot checkmate. <laughs> We got you now. I'm like, bro, how? Slay shit. Slay shit easily killed these fools, but I don't know. I definitely think he's a, a top three character in, like, the whole, like, the entire series of the Teen Titans. I he's mean, just, like, one constant that's, like, uh, he's just always awesome. Like, every time he appears in the episode. Anytime I look at a character, I'm like, all right, who, 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 like, who's the superhero you annoy? And it's like, oh, if you spar with Superman, you got hands. Like, you're legendary. <laughs> If you spar with Batman, boy, you got a brain on you. <laughs> <laughs> Did you guys know that uh, Robin is the only one of the anime Teen Titans that was in the original comic book Teen Titans? Yeah, because what originally Starfire was like a man, right? I, honestly, I don't, I don't know if yeah, uh, Starfire was a man. There really, was a, there was an episode where they had a dude Starfire, and, and I was like, oh, who this? And it was originally that I think like Starfire was originally a dude. Before. Uh, I think what you got is they showed, like, how Starfire came about because when her homeworld was getting invaded, they sent off her brother, and then the way Starfire came under custody was because her s- sister, Blackfire, I yeah, think, Blackfire, yeah, um, sold her out to the invaders, mm. so that's the confusion with that. Yeah, so... That that's crazy though, I, I didn't, I, I didn't, I never thought about that. Yeah, because I, I thought the episode was weird, it's like, oh... It was like a dude Starfire, but yeah, honestly, season one, I thought season one was a really good start. Like it really it established everything well, and like it and it, the beginning of the se- of the series, it would always have its self contained stories. Honestly, self contained stories sometimes it's like ooh, kind of iffy, especially when you got Tofu as your main villain. 
But man, that is the dumbest thing. <laughs> Do you guys remember the episode with the mini Robin? The mi- oh Larry. <laughs> Larry. Are the you talking guy. about his like alternate like reality version? <laughs> yeah. They even changed up the theme song. It's like, oh, Teen Titan. <laughs> and then yeah. he his head on Robin. <laughs> Bro, it was all about Larry that episode. I love that episode. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness. It's just funny though, cause like it is a goofy episode, but literally comic wise, like stuff like that happens. Like Mr. Oh, Mixapiddle yeah. comes up. That's oh right. It, that's what I compare it to because Mr. Mixapiddle does crap like that all the time. Oh no, you're one hundred percent correct. It's to be warping reality. It's crazy. Yeah, no, I I agree with that. How how do you guys also feel about season two of uh, Teen Titans with uh, Tara coming in there? And uh, it it kind of also dives a little bit on on Beast Boy. Uh, you know, because they established that relationship between Tara and Beast Boy. Season two to me is like when they started getting dark. They like dipped their toes in some darkness. <laughs> Actually, <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna lie, they stuck their kind of right leg in darkness because Tara's like backstory and like how she ends up going out. Like, that's just sad. It's like, oh, I go from being used to being used by Slade. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was cool. I I I liked Tara. She didn't like annoy me, especially at first, but. I was kind of iffy when she would she went on Slade's side, and then she was just talking mad shit to all the time. Right. And then once she's like, "Oh damn, they really trying to kill my ass," uh, Slade, help! And it's like, "Nah, you got you got this." <laughs> <laughs> well, it's crazy. I mean, this is just what any show in general. When a good character becomes evil, they get that crazy, you know, uh, Zenkai boost, you know, in power, bro. Like, they get, they become, like, elite out of nowhere. Any good character that becomes evil, they always become wrong. Because in that show, they always give them upgrades. Tara, she got that mech suit where, like, uh, Slade inadvertently controls her through it. Right, yeah. When she has the Slade logo going on, I'm pretty sure that boosted her power. I mean, yeah, she was, she was botting everybody. I'm not gonna lie, like, she... was controlling Yeah, she had put in the work initially. She was making the, the Titan sweat after, you know, she was kind of told that she Wait, buns in training. I, she... I just thought it was something right. So if Slade was controlling her, right, and, like, getting her to use the powers and all that stuff, does that mean if Slade had her powers, my man would sauce half of the people on the roster? If Slade had any kind of just, like, superpowers, he'd just basically be able to beat, like, everybody. <laughs> I mean, come season four, he kind of do. He can eat them and get demon powers. Yeah, oh, yeah, oh, yeah. Really Slade, Slade knocks and... off Spawn. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and we'll, we'll talk about it. Yeah, we'll talk about it. Yeah, <laughs> season four, but, but season two, it also, it ended with Slade straight up, straight up dying. He died, he fell in lava. Yeah, yeah, sure. I thought that was crazy. No, I, that's definitely insane ending, especially since... You know, you look at season one, you're just like, Slade is unstoppable. <laughs> you just can't touch him. And then just, bam, like that guy that you built up for two seasons just gone. You yeah, know? the man just straight up died. I was like, ooh. But also compare like that impact at the time. Because when it came out and we were like young, it was like, holy crud. This show literally just killed off two people in one sequence, <laughs> right. bro. They right. killed off the main character <laughs> when it comes to the villain side. And then they killed off a whole Teen Titans member. Yeah. That's crazy. Ah, man. See, season two, I feel like it was a good start. Like, it's, it's dipping, it, like you said, it's dipping its toes straight into the darkness. Toes more like right leg, bro. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I, I agree with that. That's when you start getting those, like, uh, like Batman the anime series, like, kind of vibes. Yeah. You know how that mm. series was just all darkness. <laughs> Shout out to that show, too, because yeah. uh, if you haven't watched that, go get blessed. We got time Please. still. Yeah, I, I'm pretty sure it's actually considered the best Batman cartoon yeah, ever, if I'm it, not it, mistaken. It is the best. Yeah. 
there's, I don't, there's no debate about that, bro. Yeah, I mean, especially come like, or what was it? Wasn't, uh, my, who was the Joker? Who was the voice actor Mark for the Hamill? Joker? Yeah, it was Mark Hamill, yeah. Yeah, uh, I mean, honestly, you couldn't get any better. You can't get better than that. The animation, the, like, the, that's the entire mood of that series. Yeah. It's, it's top-notch. There's no debate. 100%. If you, if you haven't done so already, definitely check it out. It'll, it'll make you happy. So what was going on in season three? Yo, uh, that's with the Hive Academy, and this one kind of focuses a little bit more on Cyborg, because, you know, you had a little bit of Robin, then Beast Boy, and now they're looking at Cyborg in this season a little bit, and this is the one where he kind of uh, tries to develop as a leader, trying to take over, I think it was the Titans East, if I'm not mistaken, and he, uh, it, it's pretty cool, because just his conflict with Brother Blood, and even just the, the Hive Academy in general, was a pretty pretty decent conflict in my opinion i, I actually enjoyed uh, uh brother blood as a main villain oh, he, did, he did a pretty decent job not as good as slade in my opinion but you know it definitely was a, a a cool step in the right direction yeah it's hard to top slade brother blood i feel like he did his business after because eventually the man just became like oh i'm gonna become like you cyborg you're gonna be we're gonna be like twins and then that made me feel pretty uncomfortable that was actually kind of a deep episode if you uh remember like when he was like taking apart cyborg and he's like no don't take apart what makes me human like it was yeah. a kind of a deep episode so all, 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 it was also bullshit <laughs> okay, at the end <laughs> imagine you got a whole character and it's like oh my man's been arrogant up until this point like he's been on straight hormones against robin and he's like hey i'm kind of feeling this villain stuff and like you just see his his progression emotion wise, and then Brother Blood sauces him, and then he's just like, wait, rerun that back, and then he was just like, I got my bits back now, bro. I hated the way that shit ended. Brother Blood made him a torso, bro. I hated it because it was like, oh, Cyborg, I got you now. But then Cyborg's like, yo. I'm about to pull this anime power out of out of my ass real quick. Just sauces this man, and then his explanation was dead ass. Oh. Well, it was just one thing that came out of nowhere. I'm like, wait, huh? What kind of power? This man really pulled out, like, fucking Super Saiyan God out of right, nowhere. That, that's really the anime. You can't stop the power of friendship. <laughs> that, that, that's the same nonsense. To be fair, I mean, his, like, Alienware, like, I don't know what they did for Teen Titans in this one. I don't, was it alien technology in this one, or was it, like, his dad created? I think it was his dad. Yeah, I, yeah, I'm pretty sure it was his dad. But either way, I'm pretty sure his dad integrated alien technology, which is why his stuff is kind of always, like, you got a little leeway for bullshit <laughs> i guess but then you know the entire series he ain't pulling out that that trickery out of nowhere well i mean you don't see the same episode where he's like i'm breaking 110 <laughs> percent oh yeah imagine I think... if he could break over 110 percent each time <laughs> man there wouldn't even be people like the mothman around that he <laughs> sauce yeah oh. i think that was when he was facing atlas the the giant like uh automaton guy oh yeah that yeah. big dude yeah, that that was uh he was a pretty decent villain actually. I wouldn't say he was amazing by any means, but like he was pretty decent. Like it was a good uh villain for Cyborg, you know. He, I thought I thought he was a good villain for him. He served his purpose cuz Cyborg's main whole thing is, oh, what is my humanity? Oh, cuz there are many times he even thinks, damn, I'd rather just be a robot and why what's the point? But then, you know, Atlas pulls up, Brother Blood, they kind of show him like, ah, yeah, humanity's kind of a good thing, but you know. Right, right. How'd you guys feel about the Hive Five? The Five? Ain't that like the uh, the bee chick, uh, Aquaman, and then... No, Hive Five, that, no, those were like the... That's Teen Titans. Yeah, yeah, that was Hive is like Gizmo, right? Yeah, Gizmo and... Yeah, that's like the main the like Teen Titans. Like, like their like, main rivals. The reflection, basically. Yeah. 
Which, uh, okay, can, can we talk about the mammoth real quick? Y'all know what he looks like? Yeah, how he looks like a 40-year-old man, <laughs> and he's supposed to be, like, 13? <laughs> uh, so... The man looks like a saber-toothed look-alike, Yeah, bro. exactly. Yeah, yeah. No, he's actually just a straight-up knockoff. <laughs> he yeah. really is. And then you literally have the male version of Raven, like, uh, what's his face? Get, uh... Kid Wicked. Man, you don't even ever <laughs> figure out what the heck he does or how he got his power. Nah, you just see nah. a shadow. <laughs> they legit just created a thing like, uh, Raven's kind of strong. <laughs> let's, let's make a boy version. How'd you guys feel about Gizmo? Gizmo? That nigga just a goofy. He well, was just like... In my opinion, him and Jinx have the best development on that team. I agree. Um, But I still think Jinx has better development simply because like, there's that like love interest with a cyborg at that one time yeah uh well i'm pretty sure she actually becomes a titan an honorary titan later on because she gets one of the titan like communicators yeah. uh jinx she was also yeah. messing with yeah. flash later too yeah 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 no that, that was uh that was a thing <laughs> but there's you know, many things <laughs> gizmo was kind of like uh, uh like an embryo version of Doc Ock, to be honest. Bro, remember there was that episode where he was like assisting bulls in the bloodstream? <laughs> <laughs> like, this man was making technology that rivaled like Tony Stark, man. <laughs> Bro, y'all, y'all remember that episode when uh, they were like fighting each other? Like, it was like Gizmo versus Cyborg. They're like in, like, stuck in some thing where it's like only the males were fighting each other. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. the arena. Yeah, bro. Oh my God. That was one thing about Teen Titans that kind of icked me. Because at the end of that episode, it teased, oh, all females this time. Like, you got Starfire Raven. No, never followed up on that. And I'm like, bro, <laughs> what? Y'all setting up stuff and then never kind of going on with that. With right. That. Listen, that's the only fault I'll give Teen Titans is sometimes they just don't follow up on their stories, like with the Terra bit. Like, they kind of, they left that to open interpretation, honestly. Well, here's like, the thing. They did, they do something with Terra at the end. You know, we'll talk about that when we get to the end, but I want to... I want to hear y'all opinions on that because it's weird. Uh, How do you guys feel about Titans East? Like with the different Teen Titan heroes that are, uh, I mean, not necessarily introduced. So you already have seen Aqualad at that point in time, but it's cool seeing him be an honorary member of the Titan. And Masi Manos. Masi Man, Ma I, I, I'm going to be honest. Unpopular opinion. When Teen Titans East pulled up, I said, get this shit off my screen, bro. Yeah, I, was, I was like, this ain't the Teen Titans. This is knockoff. I, was, yeah. I didn't want this. Yeah, honestly, <laughs> they, they, they're type, they're, they're charisma between each other. Like, Masi Manos, I found them just, th them two dudes annoying. It, it was, it was, I, I'm not going to lie, it was just like two versions of Speedy Gonzalez. Hey, man. Yeah, like, I'm, I'm Spanish, sure I'd appreciate yeah. it if I, like, understood Spanish like that, but... <laughs> Even yeah. them, bro. I mean, it's honestly, just... their powers are kind of lame. Like, they can't even run fast unless they're connected to nah, each other, they, right? They're both not the case. flashes, basically. Yeah, so it's like... That's kind of trash. They don't go that fast either. They, I'm pretty sure they got caught pretty easy. Yeah, no, they, they're they not they're not that fast at all, to be honest. I don't know. I feel like Teen Titans East, like, they have some good runners. Like, Aqualad's pretty strong. I'm sure yeah. uh, Red Arrow, he's pretty yeah, good. I, yeah. Oh, uh, Speedy? Yeah, Speedy. Yeah, Speedy. Speedy stuck around for a while, too. And yeah. Like, he kind of had that little rivalry between Robin at that one point. Yeah, I, I um, thought I thought Speedy was uh, pretty cool. Yeah, because didn't him and Robin always fight over Starfires? <laughs> all the time. They'd have yeah. those little uh, anime moments. How would you guys feel about Aqualad's sidekick? Do you guys remember him? Oh, the little brown guy that kind of fixes all the technology? Like, yeah, his name really was... Uh... Pause, 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 pause. <laughs> 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 his, his fish man assistant that is really good at 
Yeah, his name was Tram. Tram. Yeah, and uh, he was like a pufferfish. He like would like bulk up and become just like massive also. So he was like, he was kind of cool. Like he wasn't necessarily relevant, but he, he was he was aight. You he know? tried his best. <laughs> <laughs> he was there. Better than Mossy Meadows. <laughs> mm. Uh, now back to the arena episode that you guys had mentioned earlier. Yeah. That's where you got to see uh, wildebeest, and I think Hotspot also appeared in that Hot episode. Spot right? Is fire. How'd you How'd you guys feel about those two characters? I really liked wildebeest design. I thought him as like his like design as a character was pretty cool. But like besides that, you didn't learn anything else about him. You were just like, all right, cool. It's a wildebeest. Like literally, there are many Teen Titans characters that's like, oh, I don't know shit about you, but they get in the fight, and it's like, yo, this is. This is fire, bro. Like, he's right. like, hot spot, literal fire, man. Like, oh, my God. <laughs> yeah, I think I'm biased because I thought the Fire Nation was sick. So when Hotspot pulled up and he was, <laughs> he, he kind of was just doing the Johnny Blaze look. I was like, oh, I'll mess with this. <laughs> Wildebeest was pretty essential, though, to later in the show. Mm-hmm. And uh, what, what about uh, Bumblebee? How do y'all feel about her? I mean, Bumblebee's, like, iconic, honestly. Like, her whole getup, like, the whole, like, wasp and going, like... Yeah, her design was actually pretty cool because she had the little, uh, like, stinger thing. Yeah, yeah, that that was pretty cool. Did you know that she was the first female African-American hero uh, from D.C.? Deadass? Yeah, and she came from Teen Titans. You know what, that explains why, like, when we, like, started watching it, I kind of, like, instantly knew who she was, you know what I mean? Like, when you see Mm. a character, you're like, oh, that's Batman, oh, that's Superman. With her, I feel like she has enough publicity where it's like, oh, I even recognize who the heck it was. Do she? I ain't gonna lie, because I, when I, even when I first saw I was like, who? I thought it was just a Teen Titans exclusive. Yeah. I ain't gonna lie. Well, it's crazy. The only other uh, black female superhero before her, I believe, was Storm from X-Men. Yeah, so, you know, that was kind of a big thing for DC, especially, you know, kind of groundbreaking. They had a good mix in uh, Teen Titans, though, because, I mean, Hotspot was black, too, and, like, they had, like, (laughs) Mossy Meadows, like, for the Hispanics. (laughs) Hey, (laughs) represent. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that's blood right there. (laughs) Uh, So, moving on to season four. Uh, I mean, I think we can all agree this was the hardest season of the Teen best Titans. Season. The darkest and the hardest. Oh, was. definitely the darkest. We just like the Trigon story is just it's pretty it's pretty heavy, especially if you look at like the mental like stress and just physical stress it like did upon Raven. It, it's just yeah, it gets pretty dark. Like it went from straight up oh villain of the week to yo, there is an apocalypse about to pull up. Yeah, Raven, you are about to destroy everything. Like your father's about to pull up and everything. It's gonna be all your fault. And Raven's like, damn, all this is like happening all at once. It's like, geez. I mean, think about it, bro. It's like, oh, what's the overview of the season? If you were to put like it into a sentence, it's like, girl born to create apocalypse. Yeah. <laughs> makes apocalypse come true and everyone dies. <laughs> like, yeah, it's just crazy knowing that your destiny is literally to destroy Earth. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> the Trigon pulled like a Greek method going on where he's just like, yeah, I'll put my spawn on Earth. Now I'm out. Like, <laughs> And then this is also where you get uh, resurrected Slade. He yes, comes. He comes back. Trigon resurrects that man, and you see. I was shocked when they were resurrecting because he was all bone and everything. It was like, yeah, yeah. Slade's yeah, they really back. Saw this man dead. Yeah, 
How'd you guys feel about him getting like the, the Majin Vegeta at like <laughs> letter on the I forehead? Was like, oh, is this is Slade's Majin Vegeta mode? Like, <laughs> yeah, he got all the powers and shit. Like, geez, this is like Slade could easily kill the time. I mean, to right be here. fair, that like already answered the previous question. It was like, well, how good is Slade with powers? My man pulled up. They even had a panic room for Raven. <laughs> they had a whole panic room, and he said, "Open that up, like right now." Yeah, it was crazy. I, uh, how'd you guys feel about Trigon's design? Trigon that was, was amazing. Straight up, straight up Satan. You you looked at that man. It was like, yo, this is the deem- This is the final boss. I mean, yeah. have you seen the way they always teased him out too? It like yeah. built so much atmosphere because there was times where Raven would use the powers and then the three eyes would appear. Right. Like on each side, this is like, oh snap, Raven saw some people. Nah. And then when you finally see her dad and this man's like a giant, like ancient (laughs) God, it's like, bro. Yeah, it's, it's pretty crazy. Like that was just like, and I think that was, that season had the most like continuous story progression. I think you kind of touched base on it earlier, John, how you were like, the first season that had like individual like episodes you know well, like stories. all the seasons they start off with oh the first half is self-contained like villain of the week like oh let's go fight uh clayface or something some yeah stuff like that then it's like oh now it goes goes into the arts and like all the stories that are actually connected to each other which right. honestly as a system i didn't mind it i thought that was I, th- I thought that was a good system yeah it was pretty fun like and it was also kind of refreshing it's like okay you know you just got done this deep story let's have a little bit of fun and then let's get back into it yeah a deep let's get story back again. into it yeah and then yeah, Slade was just harassing Raven the entire way. I was like, bro, this is... <laughs> Slade was... I'm telling you, he's just... He's a he's raw. He's amazing. It he was... made that series phenomenal. Slade is a, a predator, bro. Uh, yeah. <laughs> like, like, if you watch that entire sequence where he's just chasing Raven, he's like... Oh, where are you going, little girl? I'm like, whoa, Slade. Well, he was already weird with the Terra thing, because I'm pretty sure comic-wise, like, that actually was a thing. But, Ooh, really? Yeah, I'm pretty sure. So, like, Slade's not off the hook for that one, but... <laughs> I think that's the only time you see Slade switch up in that show, though, because yeah, him goes... and Robin combined forces just the... Yeah, because they recognize, like, yo, Trigon kind of too bad. And then, yo, Slade even gets, like, the weapon where it's, like, yeah, the, Slade the had dual battle axe. Oh, yeah, too. he kind of gets, like, the power pole, bro. Yeah, he, he really pulls up on Trigon and cuts that man's horn off. I'm like, yo, yeah. this is the Slade, you not other. You My man team. had the boost to jump up to Trigon's horn and cut that <laughs> off, bro. It was funny, too. Trigon deadass accomplishes what he tried to do. He deadass creates a, the apocalypse of Earth. Yeah. No, and I was like, yo, I've never seen a villain actually, like... Yeah, the Titans actually, like, they finally feel defeat. Like, they feel fear. It's it's crazy. And, like, you as, like, just watching the show, like, you, you feel it, too. You're just like, yeah, they just can't come back. They it, took the L. Honestly, it's yeah. their version of the Flashpoint Paradox, honestly. Like, yeah, yeah. I, I, it's one of those, like, weird ones, like, if you watch, like, the Dark Apocalypse War, like, it's one of those things where it happened, but it also didn't mm. happen. Like... yeah. Yeah, because Raven just pretty much, oh, die father, and then reverses everything. But even still, the shit that we saw now, like, yo, it never leaves. And it's that's why I see it before. I love it. Bro. Yeah, and honestly, I, I think everybody thought that was just the end of Teen Titans right there. Because you can't beat a story arc as crazy as that one. Like, that was, like, that built up to everything. Like, you yeah. got you got Slade returning. You got, you got Raven is going ballistic. Her dad is, you know, finally coming out. You, you just, like... Literally the apocalypse. Uh, you can you wouldn't imagine that another season would follow, but uh, season five does come out and and then it uh, kind of I mean it, it takes it take here's the thing I think if season five came before season four it would have been good you know it, it would have been like okay maybe we would have held this to a higher standard but 
coming off of season four, you got a pretty pretty big bar set. Especially with these villains, like you, they fought Trigon. Trigon is the big bad. You it's like, all right, who's who, who's next? Who's tri- who's after Trigon? Yeah, like who can top that? Yeah, and then you got a brain in a jar. All right, a gorilla. Okay. Okay, bro. <laughs> Give respect, bro. <laughs> Nigga, you, you I mean, really gonna say, yo, a brain in a jar compared I mean, to Trigon? General uh, Immortus. Literally, that man looks like he about to like <laughs> blow over. Also, if you're wondering what general you blow on Mortis, that man, he turned to dust. If you're wondering what General Mortis is? It's literally an immortal general. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he he the 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 little skeleton lady from the chocolate episode of SpongeBob, bro. <laughs> what are they selling? <laughs> chocolate, sweet sweet chocolate. When's the next world war? <laughs> but yeah, I mean. Uh, the Brotherhood of Evil was okay. They 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 weren't bad. The the cool thing about season five, the whole like thing that made it stand out from the rest, is that you get all these new titans. Yeah. You get all a plethora of new superheroes, and almost all of them are people that you've never heard of. So you know, which is pretty cool. You're just like, oh, what's this character's story? What's this character's story? And most of them didn't really have any crazy elaborate backgrounds established in the show, but it was nice because you were like, oh, that's another Titan, that's another Titan, and it, it all it all goes to, towards a nice finale, in my opinion. Yeah, the finale was, I think that was pretty good. Like, they were, they got everybody together, and then by the final shot where it's like everybody was just standing over, like, uh, what was it, the, uh, the battery dude, I forget that man's name, but like everybody was just looking over, it's like, yo, season six about to be lit, here we go. <laughs> but then, you know, that didn't happen. All but right. an epilogue episode after that did happen. Yes. And it was involving Tara. And for some reason, she was just back out of nowhere. And she, But she was kind of pretending that she didn't know anybody. Yeah. Like, but... even Beast Boy was like, yo, what you doing? And then Slayer's like, yo, Beast Boy, stop. <laughs> then Beast Boy deadass kills this man, but it's a robot. So yeah, it's weird. Because that's the final episode. Why, out of all the episodes, you make that the final one? Yeah, it's a, it's a huge 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 cliffhanger especially since you know you haven't really seen tara in a while and you're just like she's back too yeah you're just like she's back i just don't get the sequencing like like i totally agree with what you said earlier like thinking back on it it's like one why are we learning about beast boy so late like so late like in my opinion his development like in comparison to that one episode where he was transforming into some like weird werewolf um weird transformation he barely ever gets yeah like, that was more intriguing than, like, oh, yeah, I teamed up, I got a purple suit, and now these guys kind of got locked up for five months while they deforested the... the, the like know, you, the more I think about it, season one had was pretty much Robin's type of... Like, Robin's arc. Mm-hmm. Season two, I'll say Beast Boy and Terra. I'll say that. Three was Cyborg. Four is Raven. Starfire didn't really get a season. Nah, she got like a. She, she more moments. like had like a couple of like some bits in season yeah, one. She, like it was like two or three episodes that she, were kind of like. Like you meet Blackfire, you go to yeah. Zero Planet, but she, yeah. I was surprised they didn't really give her an arc like the others. Well, yeah, you, you should think about her backstory. She was like literally enslaved for like half her life. So I mean, there's not yeah. really much backstory to go on to other than like her sister and oh, her sister's evil. So now it explains everything. I, I mean, I feel like they could have done something. Yeah, that like they could have gotten like some like evil alien race was like the villains are like her alien race, and you know they're coming to invade Earth. And, well, you know, some crazy. They did that in the first season. Like, the first season was mainly focused on Starfire. Oh, didn't they have a guy with, like, a moth pet? Do you you guys remember? That's Mothman. Yeah, yeah. The moth, my bad. 
Like he like created the hordes of moths that like would go <laughs> around. <laughs> didn't didn't she make the one her pet? Yeah. Yeah, that was so. And ugly. then there was that weird Robin love interest that was his daughter. Yeah, he yeah. was like, "Yo, I'm about to destroy the world, but I won't if you date my daughter." And he was like, <laughs> "What?" <laughs> yeah, that was like. Uh, let's dive into some of the characters that were introduced in that season. Uh, how how'd you how'd you guys feel about uh, Thunder and Lightning? Thunder Lightning, they. I don't know. They had the episode. They they were memorable. Like this, like I said, T Titan strength is that they'll pull up with dudes, mm. give you an episode. It's like okay, that's pretty cool. I didn't I didn't hate them. I didn't yeah. I didn't think they were outstanding, but you that, know. that's how that's how I felt about um when I saw the characters Cole and Nark. It was like so Cole was this girl like she could like hold like kind of like crystals or whatnot or like can uh, do do something along those lines with her ability and then. <laughs> Narc is just this caveman that just whoops everybody. <laughs> it's like, he's not even an actual superhero. It's just like, it, it, he just has brute strength. <laughs> he's just the guy. Uh, it, the one character I thought was cool because he ends up helping out Beast Boy uh, was Jericho. Jericho. He's the guy, I, I think, uh, I don't remember if he's mute or not. Or uh, yeah, He plays the guitar and he like possesses people. Yeah, when, when he makes eye contact with somebody, he possesses oh, them. Yeah. Yeah, which is, like, simple, but also a cool ability, and you're just like, why hasn't anybody else done that in the show already? Yeah, so... Man, I'm just mad they introduce all these characters, right? And then, like, you have that season where it's like, oh, the Brotherhood of Evil, or, like, the League of Evil, whatever you want to even call these guys, and it's like, oh, versus all these villains that they collected, and it's supposed to be this one big battle, and then, like, they kind of just sauce the villains, like... <laughs> yeah, that honestly, those villains got bodied by these people... They lost to Masi Manos. Bro. <laughs> That's so upsetting. It just doesn't make sense because it's like, oh, we we hear everything you're saying. We hear all your plans. And you still got sauced. Yeah. It's... Yeah, that's why. My can... beast boy. Season <laughs> 5 needed a villain that could, t- like, top Trigon. Like, uh, maybe they could have brought him, like, Brainiac. Nothing's going would... to top Trigon. Yeah. Right? I mean... I think Brainiac would have been, like, a fair... I mean, it would have been a slight step down, but that would have been, like, right around the same ballpark. But, I mean, I felt that, you know, they probably thought, okay, what if we just had every villain come at once? And maybe that might... that might build up. It was just a weird... Yeah, I mean, it's just, like... It was cool seeing some of the villains. Like, a couple of them were returners, and you're just like, okay, like, I recognize that villain. Oh, I hated him. Oh, he was good. But overall, you just... You know, nothing really, like, stood out to you. Now, it would be something different if you had, like... 10 different characters that were as established as Slade. Like, okay, now that'd be a great season finale, but none of them really had that kind of development that Slade did. So it's like, it was just an all right ending. But how'd you guys feel about the episode about like Beast Boy's origin story with like the Doom Patrol? Oh, with the Doom Patrol? I I, I mean, like, I like, I like that they gave an origin story, but I didn't like the Doom, like, I, I didn't really care for it. You know, it was just... Well, the only interesting character on the Doom Patrol was this one black dude that like was kind of zooming <laughs> in a bottle. But like, other than that, Beast Boy's like backstory is just like, oh yeah, like, was a dude, then, you know, I got this green skin and now I can transform and then I met this random group that, right. <laughs> that just happened to be around. Like, aren't they like solely built just to track down like that league of evil, like continuously over and over again? I, th- I think that was their purpose. Uh, like they were hunting them down first, and then like they just no Beast Boy left because like my man yelled at him. Yeah, yeah, Beast Boy did leave <laughs> over yelling. <laughs> so now, 
Well, who was your favorite villain in the whole series? Was it Slade? Was it Trigon? It or maybe have, somebody else? It would probably have to be Slade, because even... even I, I'm, I'm going to even count them the when you, like, switch to the good side, because the man had presence, the man had the voice. He, whenever he pulled up, it was like, oh, shit, real, real stuff's about yeah. to happen. Trigon, I would say, is a, is a close second, but he only really got, like, one season. Yeah, absolutely. Even but the one season he was there, he was dominant. He was the the dominating force. He was gonna wipe out the entire planet. Right. And I like that. Everybody else, I mean, there wasn't really a villain that really topped both of them. Or is at their level? I mean. Yeah. Like, the only other character that I would probably put close to there, only because the mysterious factor was Red X. Red X, like I mean, you could argue anti-hero because technically, yeah, yeah. probably anti-hero. Technically, but... everything he did was for the greater good, and he didn't really do anything bad until, unless if you want to debate that whole the dude that got it after, which is supposed to be Jason Todd, I guess. And I don't know. That's still that's still a mystery. That, that which, episode, but I yeah. guess that's the only dude that's like closest to what he's actually saying and like leading towards. My favorite, though, honestly, I know it's like not in the cartoon show. But it's in the movie was like the brochure gun. The brochure gun. Who that? So he's like this ink master. So when they went to Japan, and it's this oh old, that was uh, the like, Teen it, Titans it, in it's Tokyo. It's this movie? old villain, yeah, that had the power to create ink creations. And so they had that whole movie where like Starfire and Robin oh, got oh, together. Yeah, then there was like that Robin big... was Robin was like undercover again because anytime Rod, Robin goes undercover, it's the best thing ever because he was accused of murder. <laughs> Yo, Trouble in Tokyo was weird, bro. It, it was weird, but you never... Like, honestly, if you called out, like, the end to that movie, I'll give you an award. You're Inspector Gadget, my friend, because that shit was, like, confusing. Yeah, because they really ended it on, like, oh, yay, Starfire and them kids. All right, what's next? Oh, this is it? This is the, it for the entire series? Yeah, that was that was it. I was like, dang, that's uh, that's kind of weird. Yeah. It, it's, I feel like the show was mishandled. If it had, like, a better... I feel like maybe maybe more budget maybe it could have helped, but mm. I feel like it could have had like it could have structured its arcs in a way where it's like oh the progression is exponential like yo we're fighting villains that are just topping each other and like finishing actual story arcs instead of just leaving them unturned like oh, yeah like they I feel like they could have done that but other than that even even with those faults the show it, it just has it all it, it's got care like the fight scenes compared to like a lot of shows that were even at, out at the time. Mm. I think it was still top tier. Let's see, like characters, like so, I will still I like love the main T Titans. Their charisma between each other is, I love it. It's funny, mm-hmm. especially Beast Boy and Cyborg. Those are the those are the homies. Yeah, no, I agree. I agree. Yeah, uh, Teen Titans. It's it's one to be remembered. Uh, definitely go check it out, folks. And that wraps up this episode of Remember When. Thank you all so much for listening. Be sure to give us a follow on Instagram at Remember When Podcast. Give our Facebook page a like at Remember When Podcast. And as always, have yourself a wonderful night. Take care.